In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Hey, welcome to the special edition of the 300th episode of the Garlic Marketing Show. This one is just part of a larger video that we put together on, on YouTube. We wrote an article on LinkedIn, and this is one segment, it's a little more expanded, but if you wanna see all of it all together, just make sure to go over to our Story Cruise LinkedIn and check out the entire video. Plus, of course, make sure to subscribe. We're gonna be pushing a lot of these videos out and doing a lot more great marketing information and stories now in this new season of the Garlic Marketing Show. Welcome to the 300th episode series of the Garlic Marketing Show. We, we are giving you the actionable tactics that you can use in your practice right now and I have one of my great friends and one amazing marketer, an amazing company from Rise 25, John Corcoran, the better half of the company. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ian, for having me. Uh, <laughs> Pleasure to be here. <laughs> we'll just make sure that my business partner, Jeremy, doesn't see this. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to send it to him. <laughs> uh, but today we're going to talk about podcast strategy because these guys are honestly the experts the best experts at making money growing your business through podcasting there's tons of people that'll tell you they know how to do it these guys have been doing it for a long time and for themselves and for other people and they have strategies that work and that's why i want to bring it on today man john's gonna give you a quick strategy and so super simple but super sneaky strategy of getting in touch with the right people on your podcast so john Tell me, well, let's just real quick recap what Rise 25 does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, I should mention, um, you know, I, I didn't start out in podcasting. I had a whole multiple careers before that. I worked in um, in politics, worked in the White House in the Clinton years and was a practicing attorney for many years. Ten years ago, discovered podcasting by interviewing my clients. And it's been one of the best things that's ever happened to me because the amazing relationships it opens up for you. And, and about three or four years ago, uh, through our company, we we were telling everyone that they should start a podcast and no one would because they all had every, every different objection in the book. And so we finally just started lending out our team and uh, eventually it became our primary focus. Um, and so, you know, we're having done a podcast now for 10 plus years, I tell everyone, you got to make sure that it is profitable for you. You got to make sure you get ROI, you get clients, you get referrals in the door. If you don't, you won't be doing it for very long. Yep. Yeah. So that's really our focus. People think, and you don't make money. There's very few people that become a John Lee Dumas or uh, um, uh, yeah, Joe Rogan or something like that. It's Jordan, a, yeah, uh, yeah, Jordan know. Harbinger. There's, yeah, I mean, it's a less than one percent, probably 001 percent of people who uh, are going to occupy that space. But the the good news is, you don't need to get tremendous downloads. You don't need to get a huge following in order to, for it to be wildly profitable. I mean, simple. It's very simple. You just take the time to have great conversations with your existing network, your champions, your referral partners, your clients, and then use it as a tool to get access and introductions to others beyond that. And it's, it's an amazing 
opportunity to really uh, broaden your network and meet and, and connect with great people. And it's very focused networking. That's what I love about it. But it's focused, but also so much better than going to a stupid networking event. Oh, like, yeah. What do you do? What do you do? It's like, it's great conversations. And yeah. it's like conversation the right way. It's like, how can I help you? What's you, what do you do? Let me learn about what you do. And then you, you have the small talk after not like small yeah. talk that no one's paying attention to. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know, I made that mistake when I started, when I started my own boutique law practice here in the San Francisco Bay area, where I, the spray and pray approach, you go to every chamber of commerce meeting that you can, every business meetup. And, you know, you talk to people that have really, you, you realize, you know, are not in the first five minutes, it's probably not going to be all that valuable or useful. This is much more targeted, much more focused, much more efficient use of your time. And I view anything else as a complete waste of time. Yep. John's been on the show before and talked about his first big success in his law practice with his podcast. But since, you know, whether you're a lawyer watching this or you're in another practice, I want John to tell that story just so you understand the power of this. So, you know, briefly, um, I kind of started on a whim. I had a a good client who came to me for a tiny matter and I realized he was going to go away. wasn't going to be a client for the long term, but I wanted him to be a client for the long term. So I I, I thought, you know, how can I make this into a a deeper relationship? So kind of on a whim, I just said, can I have 20 minutes of your time? I'd love to interview you over the phone. I'll, I'll record it. I'll publish it to the web. We did that. And then at the end of the conversation, he was like, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. And can you help me with some more legal matters? And I was like, well, that worked really well. I just keep on doing that. And so flash forward 10 plus years later, and I'm continuing to do it to this day because I found nothing else that is such a great opportunity to deliver value to people while at the same time connecting and giving, getting an opportunity to have a deeper relationship. And I'm, John's going to give us t- the tip on improving the relationships in a second, but I want you to know that honestly, going through their blueprint process is one of the best things you can do if you're looking to grow your referrals. If you're really looking to like supercharge your referrals, it is the absolute best thing you can do. It is well worth the money and time. Uh, so just go to rise25.com, sign up. Uh, it is worth the time to do that. Even if you don't want to do a podcast, if you're already doing a podcast, even if you have someone else that says they can do a podcast for you, this there's so much more than podcasting. So I, I hate to use the word podcast in, in reference to them, but it's what they do, but it's not really what they do. They get your <laughs> referrals. Speaking of that, let's talk about how you are using it right now. What the, the secret question that yeah, you asked. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for the kind words, by the way. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm a big believer that uh, it should be a win-win. Everything you do should be a win-win all around. Um, it's not about deception. It's not about deceiving people or anything like that. It's about delivering value to people when you deliver value to people strategically who are aligned with you, uh, both in terms of values and the type of business that they have, it will lead to great things. And, um, you know, a lot of people, when they do a podcast, one of the things they do is they'll ask questions like what's your favorite movie or what's your favorite book or something like that, which is aimed at creating content. That's fine, but it, it doesn't help with another objective, which is building your network, expanding your network, meeting new people. So I prefer um, a question around asking people who they respect or who they admire. If they look around their peers and contemporaries, who is doing interesting work or doing good work? 
And asking a question like that is so wonderful because it's a win-win all around. It gives them an opportunity maybe to acknowledge someone that they haven't acknowledged publicly before um, and say something kind about them. And of course, it's an opportunity for you to learn about others who are going to be similarly situated to the person that you're talking to. So assuming you're talking to someone who's a good potential referral partner, strategic partner, client, uh, just similarly aligned with you, they're going to know other people who are similar to them because people know that like attracts like. People know people that are similar to them or they, they admire that they're aware of the others out there. And so I've just had some amazing people uh, recommended to me. And then, you know, afterwards, I'll ask them, I'll say, you know, you just mentioned, you know, Joe Smith, they sound amazing. What an uh, incredible person. Um, would they be a good person? Do you think that I should feature on the show as well? And of course, they'll say, yes, absolutely. Oh, man, he's the best. You should talk to him. I'm happy to make an introduction. And some great further conversations and referrals will come from that simple question. Can you tell me any examples of where this has worked for your clients? It's easy to ask this question. It's not easy to follow through on it. But That's the clients the that follow through on it, it, for sure, it definitely works well. I'll give you an example for me. Yesterday, I interviewed um, a, a, a founder, serial entrepreneur turned venture capitalist and professor um, who actually went to my alma mater. Um, I'd, he writes for Forbes and a bunch of different stuff. And, and I, I interviewed him and I asked that question. And he recommended someone who had founded a business that was uh, in the neighborhood of 400 million or something like that. Um, and he said this person's names is that, you know, I respect and admire the work that he's doing. Uh, and then afterwards I did the same thing. I said, you know, this guy sounds great. I'd love to interview him. What do you think? And he said, yeah, definitely reach out. I also reached out. I just, you know, took the bull by the horns, reached out on LinkedIn to this person and we've got a call scheduled already. You know, this oh. is so, you know, look, I mean, if, if I were to turn to anyone, client or otherwise, or guest on the podcast or otherwise, and say, hey, you know, uh, April's looking a little light. I, I could use some more clients. Do you mind introducing me to any $400 million <laughs> business founders that are in your network? Would you mind introducing? Look, no one's going to do that, right? Yeah. But by doing it as a win-win all around, making sure and, and making clear that you're not doing this to be manipulative. You're not doing this in order to try and, you know, push someone into a sales conversation, but rather to deliver value, it gives you then that opportunity to have a further conversation with that person. That's awesome. It's simple, but it, it, you know, and we talked about this before, folks, you're going to hear this over, you know, Marty McDonald, everyone else that we've gotten on here, it, it's the fundamental stuff that keeps working and works better and better and better. Because if you keep, keep paying yourself into a corner, trying to look for that trick, and this is kind of a trick. It's a little hack, but it's still a fundamental. It's still asking for referral, but it's a, in a better way. And I think that is crucial, crucial to stick to the fundamentals, right? Yeah, it's, it's, there are some who might label doing something like that as a, a trick. Look, it, it, it obviously takes some thought to follow through on that. And there is some intention behind it. I'll put it that way. Um, but if you have a hang up over that and therefore you decide instead what I'm going to do is what I've always done, which is either never ask for referrals or awkwardly ask your clients, uh, hey, can you refer me to your network? As you well know, that doesn't work very well. It does not work very well. Just asking for straight up referrals rarely leads to a good introduction. Yeah. I know because I've tried it for years and years. It's weird. It's, it's, it's weird. Like, it's awkward. 
Look, yeah. the, the person's, they're only going to introduce you to someone if they know that the other person um, absolutely needs your services, which is rare that that's going to be the case. Yeah. So it's, it's very unlikely that you're going to get good introductions out of that. So rather than doing it that way, try this approach, you know, use it to um, give exposure to other people, to give some public acknowledgement to great people who are doing good work. And even if it leads to nothing more, you've done a good deed. That's what I love about it. You know, yes. you've given this person some exposure. So maybe you reach out to that other person. And by the way, I didn't introduce, so this person that I interviewed yesterday, he mentioned a couple of different people, uh, some of whom were, you know, wildly successful founders. And I didn't ask for those introductions. I didn't say, oh, can you introduce me to, you know, Mr. Billionaire that you also mentioned. So it's not like in every instance you're trying to apply pressure on people that you're ha appear on your podcast, ask them to introduce you to everyone. If they're comfortable doing it, great. I'm happy to, I would love an introduction. If not, then that's fine too. Yeah. And I, I think you made also a really good point too, is go into that, not trying to get something out of that person, figure out what the most benefit you can give to them. And honestly, it's like, and that's the, you know, the key to great gift giving is not expecting anything in return. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Some of the stuff won't work out, but it's, you get a conversation, you never know when it can lead to. And, and, you know, worst comes worse. You meet another person that's, you know, in line with people you want to meet. That is fantastic advice. So John, one last question then, is there anyone else that, who are you following? <laughs> who do you look up to? <laughs> Great question. Um, I mean, you and I run in, in similar circles. So, um, you know, we, you know, some of the people that I respect and ad admire, you already know, and you've introduced us to many of them. Uh, but, you know, certainly the, the individuals, uh, you know, people that I've had on my podcast recently, I'm, I'm always very open to making introductions for, for people in my network to other people that have been on my podcast. Cause most of the people that have been on my podcast have been, um, you know, are open to further connections and getting exposure for their business or their book that they're promoting or whatever. So I often say to people, you know, go check out some of my past guests, uh, Warren Rustin. I interviewed recently. He is one of these godfathers, uh, within the EO uh, entrepreneurs organization community. Um, he, he worked in the, the Ford white house and has wow. been CEO of something like five or six companies, including billion dollar companies. And he's just an amazing individual. I interviewed him recently. Um, Sean Johal, um, also through the EO community as a big speaker and has a book coming out called The Happy Leader. Um, those are two people that come, come to mind that are gro both great individuals. By cool. the way, one point I didn't, uh, as I struggle to come up with a couple of names, a point I didn't make, uh, which I should make, is that um, it's best to tell the person beforehand that you're going to ask this question to ask yep. the question about who you respect and admire because it gives them a little time to think about it. I like to give them not too much time, but a little bit of time yeah. so that they have, they're kind of come in a little bit prepared. They've thought about it a little bit. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a great point. I just, I was just doing it to kind of have fun too. Yeah. you Just, <laughs> under the bus. just throw you under the bus, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is not cool, but John, yeah. this has been awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, once again, check him out at rise 25 and follow him on LinkedIn. I'm sure. And are you, are you doing any other, are you on TikTok? I, I saw you on TikTok. Uh, I, I signed up for the TikTok once or twice. <laughs> I'm on, on the TikTok. I'm not very successful on the TikTok, but uh, no, I, I, I tend to um, not 
follow the be everywhere strategy. I, I tend to follow the um, put all put, you know, diversify your eggs. Don't put them all in one basket, but, but double down on things that work. So yeah. I'm mostly on LinkedIn. I play around on Twitter cause I think it's, there's amusing people on there. Um, but not, you know, not, and, and then podcasting is my primary vehicle, of course. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah. one last question. What's, what's your favorite podcast besides the garlic marketing I show? Mean, garlic marketing show i mean um uh jeremy's podcast inspired insider of course um i, I you know i'm a big fan one of our, our clients actually built a sell podcast by john warlow um cool. is a really good one jason swank of course his you know his um screw that guy yeah no. <laughs> screw that guy he's great uh you know I'm, I'm looking through my list here i i build a better agency podcast i've been listening to a lot of agency focused ones out there how i built this with guy Ross is a classic of course oh, yeah. um you know if you go down the more mainstream npr type of uh podcasts so there's a couple there cool well thank you so much for being on the show yep thank you sir all right and thank you all for listening to john and i go ahead and take action on this do this it will work and if you don't have a podcast, go talk to Rise25, get it started. It's not the equipment, it's the strategy. All right, thanks for joining us. Talk to you later. Video, you know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow I and Garlic on Facebook. 